0: I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter, and today we have a guest that has been on before, so I guess he could be called a returning guest. Uh, This is my boy, Marcus.
1: Hello.
0: How are you today? Good. Good. Well, uh, we wanted to talk today a little bit about our experience at the GIE Expo in Louisville. Well, I'm sorry, Louisville. Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. There you go. Right? There you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we, this year was pretty interesting. I was able to bring my son, Marcus, down to the expo with me, and um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, what did you think of the expo? What was your first impression?
1: It was just intense. The room was huge, and there's so many pieces of equipment.
0: Yeah, there's a ton of equipment. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. The first thing when you walk in, like you're just hit overwhelmed, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of equipment. We pulled our RV down this year, which was something new for me, and uh, it was an experience. Uh, what did you think about it, Marcus?
1: It was definitely interesting and quite the drive.
0: Yeah, it was quite a long drive. We cut it up into two days, right? We drove two different days. Yeah. Uh, we came down on the 18th, and we stayed at a state park in Indiana, uh, right there in Anderson, Indiana, and it was called Mounds State Park, I believe, and it was really nice. Uh, we Our family RVs a lot, so what we really pay attention to how nice campgrounds are or how not nice campgrounds are and so this campground was super nice all the pads were paved and you had a lot of room at each site it looked like i know our site had a lot of room and it was just it was nice it was a nice campground they had what appeared to be a lot of trails we were only there for one night so we didn't get to see a whole lot of trails Uh, but we did go down some what did you think of the campground that we stayed at
1: i thought it was cool it was definitely different like the dump stations and refilling stations were different but i guess that's just how they do it down there
0: yeah uh, they were different i don't they just basically had a water spigot that you had to hook your own hose up to And here in Michigan, that's we just don't do that here. They have potable water filling things that you can just have a hose on them already. And you just fill your camper up when you get there. And it's pretty simple. But there you have to use your own water hose and things like that. Because at state parks, normally they don't have water hookups. So it just is what it is. But they did have electric and... It was nice. It was very quiet, other than we were right near an airport, uh, and this was just like a little airport with a lot of little planes flying in and out. It was actually quite busy for a small airport like that. So, uh, but I thought it was I thought it was a very nice campground. Yeah. And then we packed up on what was it Wednesday Tuesday morning? Yeah. Cause we went down, we started travel Monday and we stayed overnight. And then Tuesday, excuse me, I've got a burp here. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> Tuesday, we drove another three hours or so to Louisville, Kentucky. I got it right this time. Yep. Uh, and we parked the RV at the exposition center there. And that was, it was a fairly easy process. The way they have you check in your RV was a little weird. Um, it, it could have been a lot smoother. Um, just because they didn't assign you a spot, you reserved what on their website, what looked like a spot with a number. But when you got there, you basically had to drive around the parking lot and find a spot. With electric and water. Some spots only had electric. Some spots had electric, water, and sewer, which is full hookup. So we were one of the first ones there. So we got full hookup site and it was pretty nice. We got a fairly level site. Uh, Again, we, you know, if you've ever been to the GIE Expo, we were parked in the parking lot and the airport is right past the exposition center. So jets were going all night and all day. So that was a little different, but we live by a train track and trains go by here. Oh, I don't know once every two hours or so. So we're kind of used to loud noises and um, it, it wasn't bad. I didn't think, what did you think of that?
1: I thought it would be bad, but it wasn't really that bad. I didn't really even notice it after about an hour in bed.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it wasn't very noticeable. And when you're in an RV, it kind of dulls the sound a little bit. But the jets were pretty, pretty low. So, it it all depended too on if they were landing or if they were taking off. Because landings, uh, the the noise was a little shorter. Takeoffs, the noise was a little longer. So, either way. It was pretty good. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we definitely had some adventures on the way down. Not, nothing bad happened or anything. The, the reason I say that is because it cost us a lot of money in fuel uh, to get down there with our truck and trailer. Uh, my truck gets about 10 miles to the gallon uh, on a good day with no wind uh, and not pulling anything. So, uh, and it's a 2020, it's a Ram 2500, 2020, but she guzzles the gas. And so we had to stop when we got off at Anderson, Indiana for our campground, we also had to fill up. And so we, uh, we made it halfway and had to fill up. Then we got almost to Louisville, (sighs) Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> sorry, I, I keep messing it up. But anyway, uh, and I had, I wanted to fill up again just so that we had a full gas tank while we were in Louisville. And then, uh, once we left Louisville, we drove maybe two hours and filled up again. So, and then we filled up again about 40 minutes from home. It was a lot of fuel, and fuel is not cheap right now. Quit laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it wasn't cheap for us to go down this year, but I wanted, we wanted to experience what it was like to take the RV. I've wanted to for a couple years now. And we finally have a nice enough RV and a nice enough truck that I had trusted the truck and the RV to make it. So we wanted to try it out. I wanted to try it out and it was a good experience. Uh, it was nice to have someplace that felt like home to go to instead of a hotel room. And so I really liked it. However, next year, if If I go again next year, if they have it next year, um, we're not sure if Marcus is going to go. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but, uh, I will definitely be getting a hotel room because I can tell you it is a lot cheaper. Um, well, I can't say it's a lot cheaper, but it's, it's about the same. Uh, if you get a good deal on a hotel, like if you book your hotel early, you get a nice room. Uh, close to the exposition center, you might be paying you know 150 200 bucks for a hotel room, but uh, we paid $75 a night at to uh, park our RV in the RV parking lot, so that came out to 225 bucks or something because we stayed three nights, right? Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night, yeah. Uh, so um, about two hundred twenty-five bucks just for the stay, which that in itself is quite a bit cheaper than a hotel stay for three nights. However, uh, and and we did bring some food, so that was a little cheaper. But we we ate out a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, <laughs> and mostly at Cracker Barrel. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Marcus loves Cracker Barrel, so. We got to darken the doors of cracker barrel several times. <laughs> He's dreaming about it right now. In fact, he and his little brother were upstairs before we came down to do this podcast. They have this Bluetooth microphone, and they were Marcus was recording cracker barrel commercials on the on the microphone about their macaroni and cheese and their chicken <laughs> fingers. so uh, it was pretty funny. it was funny um. And I even had the thought of playing that in this episode as a sponsor. But, (laughs) you know, that would have been funny too. So uh, I'm guessing that if I take my wife's car down next year, uh, typically I only have to fill up once. Like I fill up just before I go into Louisville just to make sure the tank is full uh, so that I have gas to get around. And then um, I fill up when I'm about home again uh, on the way back home. So it's a lot less gas and her tank is much smaller than my truck tank. So um, that would make a difference. And then the hotel price is going to be about the same as what it would have been with all the gas and the stay and the food included. So, I mean, it's probably equivalent, but then you think about the wear and tear on your vehicle, the wear and tear on your RV. Um and yes, you do have the option to make food. However, you you want to spend time with people. And so we we ended up eating out quite a bit just to to get out of the RV or whatever or out of the show. And it would have been nice to have like a a hot breakfast at a hotel where we didn't have to cook anything. So that would have been nice. But, you know, I think, I think if I do it next year and take, take my wife's car, I think we'll see unless prices go way up that it was pretty comparable. So it, it was certainly nice to have a place to call home with our RV there and, Uh, it was, it was kind of cool to, to walk around at night and kind of talk to people. We didn't do that a whole lot, but we did, we did catch a couple conversations and it was just, it was a good time. Um, and it was nice to stay in my own bed. I gotta say it was nice to stay in my own bed, poop in my own toilet (laughs) and shower in my own shower. So that was nice. I, I do have to say that that was very nice. Um, So let's get back to the GIE show itself. So we went, we, we were there Tuesday and we went to Mitchell Gordy's meetup at, oh, I don't even remember what the restaurant was called, but it was, it was okay food. You didn't get a burger. You thought the food was going to be really greasy and you didn't want a stomach ache. So, um, I got a burger and fries and you ate most of my fries. So that was good. You yeah. liked the fries there, right?
1: I think I remember their name. It was like somebody's something kitchen. I can't remember. Yeah.
0: Um uh whiskey whiskey oh, I don't know. It was like something whiskey.
1: It's like Joe's whiskey kitchen or something. Yeah,
0: something <laughs> like that. You're right. Good memory. Yeah. Um so The food was good. I had a great burger. Um, We got to chat with a few people there, but Marcus isn't too big on crowds and not too big on loud rooms, and it was very loud there. So we sat around for a little bit. I chatted with a few people that I know. Uh, Didn't get to talk to Mitchell very much. Caught up a little bit with Naylor, Talia Farrow there, um, and caught up with a couple other guys I don't remember. Uh, but then we, we decided to pack it in and we headed down to Fourth street live. And again, you know, Marcus isn't too big on loud noises, but I forced him to stay for a while and there was a cover band down there playing and they weren't super good, but they were okay. They weren't the crashers. The crashers is a cover band and they're really good, but we didn't go to see them. We, we only went down to Fourth street once and that was okay. I didn't mind that at all. I don't really miss the Fourth street live thing because you, I, I go to, to the expo mostly for the people. And when I'm at Fourth street, I don't feel like I can have a conversation with someone. I feel like I have to yell, which makes me lose my voice much faster, that much quicker. And it's loud and I can't hear. And it's just, it's a miserable environment for me. You know, I don't drink anymore. And so it's, there's just nothing really to go down there for. And so uh, we went down there once just to, for Marcus to be able to see it, and it was okay, but uh, we decided the next, the next couple of nights we wouldn't go down there, and there was other stuff to do anyway. So um, Wednesday, we got to finally go to the show. Mm-hmm. We went into the show, and uh, we got in at 3 o'clock, I think. Yeah. Uh, were you surprised by all the walking that we had to do?
1: Yeah, but it really wasn't that hard because you're more just looking at like the mowers and stuff. So You're just kind of di- distracted from right. walking.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it is a lot of walking. You yeah. you kind of feel it at the end of the day. Yeah. And that was only five hours on Wednesday that we were in there. Yeah. But we had a good time. We did meet up with some people and talk to them for a little bit. Uh, we visited the Echo Means Business social media lounge and saw some people there. Um, even though I'm not in the Echo Means business group anymore, um, it was nice to see some faces and shake, shake some hands and uh, things like that. And we basically just walked around and saw equipment and oogled uh, at equipment. Uh, Marcus found some cool stuff, a cool mower that he likes. And uh, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Uh, so it, we had a good time. I, I got to see a lot of equipment that was cool. And I, I've seen most of the equipment before. But, you know, Toro came out with new electric equipment and mm-hmm. stuff. Stand-on mowers and zero-turn mowers and things like that. And uh, so those were cool. The Not electric, but battery-powered, yeah. you know. So that was cool. Um, and then we... Went to a meetup with Tony, with Tony's Lawn Care. Yeah. Uh, from Georgia. Jawaja.
1: Oh, he's from Georgia?
0: Yeah, he's from Georgia.
1: That's a long drive.
0: They drive like 11 hours or something, I think is what he said. Or eight hours. Maybe it was eight hours.
1: Because oh. if it was 11, that would be almost twice as long as we drive.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Tony, his family, his wife, his kids, they were all there at the meetup at Chili's and guys, I got to tell you what the Chili's staff, they were super understaffed as everyone is right now. Um, they only had two workers. They had a server and a cook and we descended on that place and we had like 20 people or so. And they were, they were, uh, They were swamped between just the two employees. We did all that we could to help them out. Whatever we could do, we we tried to be very gracious, very courteous. Uh, We tipped well. I know I tipped well, um, and our group just tried to do whatever we could without, you know, stepping in and taking someone's job, or you know, you know, doing work because that's a liability for the business. But um, you know, just doing whatever we could to make life easier for the employees there. And, uh, that was a really nice time. I got to talk to some people, um, Cameron Duncan stopped by and that was ni- nice. Yeah. We talked for a long time. Uh, even after they kicked us out, <laughs> they kicked us out and, yeah. uh, cause they wanted to close up. And so, uh, We got to talking outside and just talked about Ventrac and all different kinds of stuff. Tony kind of had to run and put his kids to bed and things like that, but it was was a really good evening. You got to talking with Tony's dad. Yeah. Uh, How was that? Great. Yeah? That's all you want to say is great? Yeah. I don't know what else to
1: say. (laughs)
0: Well, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Marcus basically listened and Tony's dad basically talked. <laughs> yeah. But uh we had fun. I that was probably the most fun that we had the whole the whole week. Yeah. So, um then we we decided to head back to the RV and hit the hay and get a fresh start in the morning. And that night, um, we had heard that through uh cameron duncan that there's a new rule and it's not really a new rule per se but it they added some things to a new rule and it was the 16 and under now in years past at the expo people that were 16 and under could go out in the demo area and just watch they weren't allowed to drive anything but they could watch and um so we heard this rule and I was, I was just hoping and praying that, you know, there was some miscommunication on these signs that they had put up or whatever that, you know, we could at least go out and see the demo area because their signs said no, no one under 16 passed this point. And so we thought, well, maybe it's just a miscommunication and, and we can still go out. We just can't drive anything, which we wouldn't have anyway. But Thursday morning, we, we had already been around the expo a couple times Wednesday. Yeah. And so we, we headed straight for the doors that went out to the demo area because the demo area on Thursday opens up. And we headed straight back for the doors. And we got to the doors. And what did the lady say?
1: Sorry, we can't let you pass this plane. It's my job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, this was a black woman and she was, you know, from Kentucky. So she didn't sound like that. But yeah. but, but i tried my best. <laughs> but basically, that is basically what she said. And I was like, really? We, we can't just go out and look? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. You can't go past this point and i was like oh man and we both just got deflated it w- i mean it was like a gut punch really because yeah. that's what marcus wanted to see marcus wanted to see all the equipment running and and see that stuff yeah and marcus had found a what was what's your favorite mower that you found at the expo?
1: Either Mean Green or Altos.
0: Well, at the time, it would have been Altos, right? Yeah. Yeah, and why? Tell tell the listeners why that's your favorite mower.
1: Just because they have like a, it's just a tracked mower. It's just cool, I guess.
0: Yeah, so it's a zero turn mower that has tracks on the back. Looks kind of like a tank. Yeah. And it it was pretty cool on Friday. We rebounded and we'll talk about that in a minute. But so Thursday, that kind of took the wind out of our sails right from the get-go. Yeah. And we we tried to make the best of it. We tried to lift up our spirits. You know, we spent a lot of time just walking around the expo, just looking at anything that we might have missed. Wednesday. And this year was a little different for me because I had Marcus with me. And so uh, I couldn't just hang around with some people like I have in the past. You know, Marcus wanted to keep going. He didn't want his feet to hurt. And uh, he's not a huge crowds person. So we just kept moving and uh, looking at equipment. And it just, man, we just felt deflated. And I know I've said that several times, but that's the truth. We really did. Uh, it was just like someone had stolen our Halloween candy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the worst feeling, you know, when there's something you want to do so bad and you just can't do it. And um, so we walked around the show and lunchtime came around and we still stopped and chatted with people every now and again uh lunchtime came around we what did we do for lunch
1: we went to the food court oh that's right
0: so we went down to the food truck thing yeah and they were doing the the ladies i forget what tree company that was but they were doing the inside you know tree safety demonstration whatever and that was kind of cool to listen to while we were standing in line easy there buddy Marcus is kicking the table here. I was
1: taking off my sock. My feet was burning.
0: (laughs) So so we got a food truck. We got hamburgers and fries or chips. And that was cool. They had the dog adoption thing. So we got to see the dogs running around and stuff. That was kind of cool. Then we headed back into the, the expo. Uh, we did have to stop and get some ice cream while we were on our way back in. Well,
1: of course.
0: The ice cream was really good. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't get ice cream at the expo, if you went, you might, you guys missed out. It was really delicious. Yeah. We actually got it like three or four times. I'm not going to lie. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, was, it was good stuff. Uh, so we headed back into the expo, and I decided, you know what? I've heard people talking that some kids have gotten gotten outside. And so I thought, you know what? We're going to walk around. We're going to see if we can find an unmanned door and see if we can't just, you know, step outside. Yeah. And so we walked around, we did find an unmanned door. We did make it outside to the gate, the entrance of the demo area. And this old codger who was paid to be a, policeman or whatever yep. <laughs> stepped in the middle and said hope hop, 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 hop. i can't let you in here i can't I, I, I can't let you in here can't 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 do it and uh we were again disappointed
1: yeah o- at least i gotta see you cub cadet mowers run
0: yeah yeah for a little bit yeah yeah because if you've been to the expo Where we went out, it was kind of up on a hill. You couldn't really see much more than the first two booths there. And uh, so it was, you know, it was what it was. But um, so we headed back inside just as deflated as we were in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we decided to, you know, walk around the expo. And I think we did leave the expo maybe at like 3 o'clock or something. Yeah. And we just went out and hung out at the camper and, yeah. uh, you know, just enjoyed the outside weather. It was real nice outside. Yeah. We got, we ate, uh, might have eaten about half a pack of cookies. I don't remember. <laughs> no, we <laughs> ate an
1: entire pack of cookies.
0: <laughs> thanks. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for outing me there. So, yeah, we, we ate terribly on this yeah. trip. Yeah. And so we hung out in the camper, um, watched a little TV uh, and just you know tried to gather our emotions and our frustrations and and recoup what we could of our feelings for the weekend or the week. yeah and so Thursday night we went to the rally the inf- or the whatever rally, you know the, the Naylor's event. Oh yeah, yeah. Copper and King's Distillery, and that was fun. I thought that was fun, but again, it was a large crowd, and Marcus isn't super huge on crowds, and we forgot sweatshirts, and we wore shorts. (laughs) We were not dressed for the weather, right? Yeah, at least
1: they had a fire pit.
0: Yeah, they did have a fire pit. That was very nice, and we hung out by there. I would love to stay and to talk to a lot of people, but Marcus was like, nope, I'm I'm done. Let's go home. They, yeah, <laughs> they didn't
1: have any good food.
0: Yeah, they had good food.
1: But I was hungry, and they didn't have really filling stuff.
0: Oh, sure they did. You just didn't get enough of it.
1: But I was hungry. Well, you
0: should have got back in line.
1: I guess I should have.
0: Yep, you should have. But anyway... uh I thought the food was really good. Um, I didn't think it was terrible at all. It didn't make me sick. Normally, food, you know, can make my stomach turn. You know how that is. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of times not good for me when I eat things like that. So um, it was really good. And uh, we hung out for a little bit, talked to a few people, but we, we took off not too long after the giveaways And um, headed back to the camper. Uh, I tried to convince Marcus to go to 4th Street, but he didn't want to. So we just went back to the camper. We chilled out. We ate more cookies. And um, we went to bed. Yep. So Friday morning. That brings us to Friday morning. And this is the turning point of our expo, right? Yep. Yeah. So this is kind of from, from Wednesday night. You know, after Tony's thing, it was kind of going downhill and we kind of, it was kind of like a tragedy, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Friday morning rolls around and uh, we were expecting to not even go to the expo. Right.
1: Yeah. But I wanted to get an Altos magazine. Yeah.
0: And, that- uh, and that's when he says magazine, what he means is a catalog. Yeah. But we called them magazines and that's fine. So, the expo doesn't open till nine in the morning and the influencer live event, which was like live podcasting was happening up there and we were up anyway. So I said, Marcus, let's, I want to go to this influencer live thing. So let's go to that. They're going to have, you know, like some snacks or something up there and that, that was enough to convince marcus
1: they had donuts i had about five of them yeah big (laughs) like the big quality dairy donuts
0: you got to get closer to your microphone son
1: actually i probably shouldn't reference that because that's only like a michigan thing what uh quality dairy or
0: oh yeah 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 well that's okay yeah but uh marcus had how many donuts did you say you had
1: Four or five. Oh
0: my goodness. So he was, no wonder we had a good day Friday. (laughs) He was buzzing on sugar.
1: So good. (laughs) And I was full. Well, full enough to go.
0: So we stayed until nine at the Influencer Live uh, event. And then Marcus wanted to get going. He didn't want to sit there any longer. And because we had such a miserable day the day before, I was like, all right, we're going to do whatever you want to do. Because we had planned to go to the Influencer Live thing and then leave and go to museums like the Louisville Slugger Museum or the Muhammad Ali Museum, things like that. Uh, But you decided while we were there that you wanted to get an Alto's magazine in air quotes. (laughs) And so we went back into the show. And we went right to the Altos booth and Friday morning or really all day Friday, a lot of people didn't come back to the show. Yeah. Um, and that's probably neither here nor there, but it seemed like there was a lot less people on Friday. And so I felt like Marcus felt more comfortable and more loose. And of course he had five sugary donuts on board (laughs) so he was happy and uh so we went to the altos booth he got his altos catalog and then we just stood there and talked with the altos rep for i don't know maybe 15 minutes yeah and he talked us through you know different options for the mower you could get tires for it or you could get tracks they have a like a a regular cutting deck or you can get a flail deck i don't know what they call that something else but it's basically like a flail mower and um that's for like thick brush type stuff Yeah. and he told us that the altos mowers uh what they're finding a lot of people like them for is mowing wet ditches because they're the only mower that can really mow a wet ditch, and he's he was like, man, they they just that's what they're known for. So that was really interesting, and I was glad that we went back in there and yeah. talked to him. And then we we you decided, you know what? I want to get as many magazines as I can get.
1: <laughs> well, that all started when I when we passed Mean Green, and I got one of their magazines. Yeah. I read that all
0: day. Yeah. And so we just started going around the show again, and it was like we had a new breath of fresh air, right? Yeah. Like there was a new excitement. There was something else to do, something to focus on. And I mean, we brought home, I don't know how many catalogs. Five pounds
1: of catalogs, (laughs) maybe.
0: (laughs) Probably more than that. Yeah. But... I was having a good time. Marcus was having a good time. We went around the show. Uh, we just stopped at booths. We looked at things. We took our time. We didn't walk fast. We we made sure that we saw every corner, and uh, we stopped at the drone zone.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: Yeah, tell tell us about what what the drone zone was like.
1: It was really just drones you could fly around and i started thinking into getting one but i haven't really found one yet to buy
0: yeah yeah there's i mean there's so many different options for a drone yeah so i mean that's not that's not a big deal
1: yeah really the only thing i'd be looking for is high quality and good runtime.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um and drones don't have a very good runtime. no but, you know, they're fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Marcus got to fly a drone. And all this time as we were walking through the show, uh, I I told Marcus and I told myself, I'm like, any equipment you want to get on and get your picture taken on, I don't care if they tell us no. We're going to get on that stinking piece of equipment because yeah. they didn't allow us outside. So I, I was just like, You're not gonna tell my kid no. Nobody did, but you know if they would have, I would have been like, "Excuse me, we're gonna have words right now." No, you gotta, no, you gotta
1: say it like in um, "holes." Excuse
0: me. (laughs) Oh, this kid is such a jokester. Uh, So, um, what is "holes"? By the way,
1: it's a movie. Obviously, you've never heard of it, but it's like, super it. famous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's also a book. Yeah. You haven't read the book.
1: I've seen the movie. Yeah. I want to watch it again, though. Yeah.
0: So, that is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um. So, we started just taking pictures on equipment. You guys have seen those on Instagram. If you follow uh, Lansing Lawn Service on Instagram, uh, I posted a bunch of pictures. I still have more that I'm going to be posting, Of Marcus on different equipment Um, and it's not seeing them run but it's better than nothing yeah and so we I mean every single booth that Marcus saw something he liked you know we said let's get a picture on it and so we came to a a tractor booth they were these red tractors and I had never heard of them before they were TYM tractors And so we started, you know, looking at these tractors and Marcus got on one and there was this amazing couple there, right? Yeah. They were really nice. I mean, super nice. They didn't work for TYM tractors. They were ambassadors for TYM tractors. They had their own YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that is Tony's tractor adventures something like that on youtube
1: i think he also has a different channel called a better pool barn too does he i i've heard him talk about it but i can't remember huh
0: okay well anyway um i've watched a lot of his movies or videos since then and he's a i mean he was such a super nice guy yeah i mean he laid it all out there for us um i mean Anything that I wanted to know, any questions, because he has like 50,000 subs or something like that. Um, Their channel's doing really well. And he just gave me information about YouTube and just different camera options that I hadn't thought of and all different kinds of stuff. And they were both, he and his wife were just super nice. Yeah. Just really nice, down to earth people. And it was so good to meet them. Uh, if I ever have any questions in the future, he gave me his card. He he would just said, if you ever need any help with anything, just let me know, and that was super nice. Um, you know, sometimes in the lawn care community, people don't want to talk about YouTube and they don't want to talk about how to grow a channel and things like that. And uh, a lot of times, the the guys that are really doing well only want to talk to the other guys that are doing really well on YouTube. And I get that. I mean, everybody wants to grow. I want to grow too, but how can I grow to where you're at if I don't know how you got there? And so if you're not willing to talk to the smaller channels, how can the smaller channels grow to where you are? And so that, that's something that I've been feeling frustration with in the, in the lawn care YouTube community. And so I'm just kind of out here on my own a little bit. I'm a slow learner and I haven't figured it out yet. So it is what it is and I'm just floating, but now I've got Tony in my back pocket, which is, I mean, that wasn't the right way to say that, but, uh, (laughs) but um, you know, I feel like I've got somebody in my corner and so, it was super nice to meet meet them. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tony will never hear this podcast, but you know what? It was it was super nice just to be able to talk to them. Uh, we talked for 20, 30 minutes, probably.
1: At least a half hour. Yeah.
0: It was... I mean, I had fun. Marcus was ready to go, but...
1: No, I was interested in with his camera and stuff. I kind of liked it. Yeah. It was interesting. It was
0: pretty cool. So... Um, our spirits were high. We were still taking lots of pictures on anything we could find. And um, we ended the show. We stayed the whole time, didn't we? Yeah. I think we, we left maybe an hour early. Yeah. And um, we just... We had a really good Friday. It was. Re- I felt we had a really good Friday. We rebounded as best we could. And... I felt like you were excited to have those catalogs to look at and yeah. you have been looking at them since the show. So, I mean, it's I I think while it was very frustrating Thursday, um it was a very frustrating Thursday. I think we really rebounded and we had a good show. Yeah. Overall. And uh what do you think about wanting to go back?
1: It's questionable. If they change the rule, I'd probably go back, but who knows? Maybe I'll just go back in a couple of years, even if they don't change it. Because I enjoyed looking at all the new equipment.
0: Yeah, yeah. And at least, you know, when you're 16, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, the the new rule, it was really frustrating. Um, I, I understand not allowing 16-year-olds to drive equipment or... Under sixteen year olds, not uh, I for I don't know how I want to say this, uh, not allowing kids to drive the equipment. I get that. I understand. I mean, I wouldn't want Marcus to drive equipment. Um, he's certainly not ready f- to drive equipment around a bunch of other people.
1: Especially stand on. Yeah. I just started driving that thing. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: So I mean I get that, and I I understand the liability issues. I know guys are thinking about the liability issues. I get that too, but to take away the ability for for um someone to just go out and observe and j- just to watch, you know that that is something that was really frustrating, and that's why we were upset by all of that type of stuff. So I'm sorry, guys, you guys probably heard my youngest son singing in the background. He is upstairs. We are in the basement. He is singing so loud that we could hear him all the way down here on the podcast for crying out loud. Uh, he's a happy kid. What can you do? So um, It was really frustrating, guys, and I don't think the GIE Expo is going to listen to this podcast, but you know what? Maybe if a lot of other people hear the podcast, they will, uh, you know, maybe write the Expo and say, hey, look, the 16 and under rule, at least let them go outside. You know, if we make enough noise about it, maybe they will allow it. It just you know it it was just super disappointing. I even told Naylor Taliaferro after the fact in a in like an Instagram or like a IM message or whatever that you know what even if they did like a hayride type thing where they took one of their people mover carts with a tractor, they loaded the kids on the tractor, and they would drive around the demo area and allow the kids with a parent to see the demo operating. They're on a people mover, you know, they're safe. That's the thing, like, I don't understand the liability of just allowing them to go out there. Uh, Maybe the thinking was that if they're out there, some of these 13, 14, 15-year-olds are going to get on the equipment anyway. I, I understand that but that's why they check ID. So, I mean, that's something to consider, I guess, but even the people movers guys, I think that would be a great idea. Just allow them to go around as many times as they want to go because that the whole idea for me is that if a family comes to this event that, you know, first of all, if there's two parents that come, that's money in the expo's pocket. And if a whole family comes, that's money in the expo's pocket and money in Louisville's pocket. So, I mean, I would think they would want families to come to this event. And so I really think they need to figure out a way to allow the whole family to get out and see the demo area Uh, Because it was really disappointing and we almost left uh, just because it was so disappointing. So uh, I really hope that if the expo listens to this or if enough guys listen to this and can write the expo and just say, Hey, I really hope you can would consider changing the 16 and under rule to something where everyone can go outside. Now, if you're going to write them, be respectful I wrote a long email and I I was very, I mean, I expressed myself, but I was very professional uh, and I, I, I wasn't mean, I didn't chew anybody's head off, but I expressed the emotions that I felt, the emotions that Marcus felt, and how we really would have appreciated a little more heads up and clarity on that 16 and under rule. So uh, guys, I hate to end the podcast on that down note. So let me, let me uh, talk about what my plans are for next year. I do plan to go back to the expo next year. Um, you know, we had a great time. I don't think Marcus plans to go. Do you plan to go?
1: Most likely not.
0: Yeah. I I would guess not just because it was disappointing. It was a lot of walking inside. You're stuck inside if you can't go outside to the demo area. So, and the thing with the demo area too, is that a lot of companies bring a lot of equipment. Their newest and best stuff is inside. But a lot of the equipment that I wanted to see was not on the showroom floor, but they had it out in the demo area. I couldn't go out in the demo area and look at that equipment. So that was another thing that was really disappointing to me was that the, the equipment that I wanted to see was outside, not inside. So that was disappointing to me. And unfortunately, because I couldn't run that equipment, some companies lost some sales. Uh, It's just is what it is. If I can't run it, I can't buy it, you know? So, that is what it is so those companies i mean i'm a small fish but if they want to make that sale they're gonna have to talk to the expo (laughs) so guys i do plan to go back next year and 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 enjoy myself i think i will still enjoy it Uh, i'm not mad at the expo expo for you know changing the rule other than i wish we would have had information ahead of time marcus may not have wanted to go if the outdoor demo wouldn't yeah. if he would have known so that is what it is but as you guys can hear the train is a coming we've got we live right by a train track so if you can hear that train in the background the horns the horns tooting it's time to call it quits so marcus any last words bye <laughs> <laughs> all right he is looking glazed over and tired here yeah, so i'm tired <laughs> so we're gonna call it quits guys thanks for listening uh if you would please head over to the lansing lawn service youtube channel the youtube channel funds the podcast so it helps us buy the equipment that we need to run the podcast it helps us to pay for the hosting site that we need and whole bunch of different stuff so guys please please head over to the lansing lawn service youtube channel just check out one or two videos make sure you subscribe to the channel hit that like button just help the channel out because that channel funds the podcast so if you like the podcast and you want to hear more you gotta go to the youtube channel so we can fund this podcast until we get some sponsors so thanks so much for listening and we will see you when
1: next time i think
0: yeah in the next one (laughs) all right we'll see you later i have a question are you mowing in the dark